doom 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 Welcome to the Crystal Chronicles podcast, where we fall through fantasy from crystals to cards. My name is Mark, and seated around the table here at the palatial Highwind Manor, we have from left to right... Hi there, my name's Andrew Waterfield. Uh, hi, I'm Richard. And I'm Alex R.T. Allnight. Uh, this is our pilot episode, and it's being recorded quite a few weeks later than we expected. I don't think we all envisage it being quite so hard to get us all around the table for a couple of hours, and one of us is missing, John but hopefully we'll be here next time. So we might have a rotating cast of characters, but we'll try and have as uh, many of us on each episode as possible. If you're listening to this in 2019, or perhaps even later, you might be thinking to yourself, Christ, I wish the robots hadn't taken over and made us their slaves. I'm sorry about that, but I hadn't got any other choices. You might also, in this podcast, thinking that those boys got a lot more funny and professional as time went by. Uh, this, being our, <laughs> this being our pilot, you're probably right on both counts, but we are going to use the freedom of calling this a pilot to do a couple of things. Um, first of all, number one, we need to get used to the equipment and the use of it in translating our conversations to the podcasting medium, and B, Home Alone reference? No? I just do that normally. I've never seen Home Alone. Oh. I casually say one and B. There you go. Uh, we need to set out our stall and tell you, the listener, uh, exactly what it is we're planning to do, uh, what this podcast USP is, in other words. But before we do that, we should discuss how we became friends. Who knew who first? Uh, yeah, me and Artie knew yeah. each other for... Four or five years? It's, it's more like six or seven now. It's not a competition. We met in university. Okay. So, yeah, seven we've known each other for about seven years now. Okay. I think we we yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we bonded over Kingdom Hearts, I think. You came it's in... It's kind of a gateway. <laughs> it's a gateway, gateway drug. Drug. It, it, it is literally a gateway to Final Fantasy. It, no, it's literally a gateway on account of the fact that very few people, especially blokes, like Kingdom Hearts and play it in public. This is the one with all the Disney in it. Isn't yes, it? That the one yeah, that, that's, that's why. Apparently, apparently, having Donald Duck in your party is a faux pas socially. <laughs> yeah, so I think we met over that, and then. How do you find out that another man? Likes. He walked into a room wearing an Organization 13 coat mm. and I recognised it. It's an iconic piece of gear from the game. <laughs> okay. I've got no idea either. <laughs> we may well get to it as the years yeah. progress. Yeah, it'll probably be like two and a half years before we even get to it. But yeah, we, we'll we'll talk about that later when we we'll get, get further that. down the road. We'll but I think we well we bumped into the rest of you when the trading card game came out, didn't we? Yeah, um, the game came out in October of uh, 2016, and I think we all we all seem to be picked up around that time. But no one really met up until I don't think it was about January to February time when the post saying that there was a like a mini tournament went up. Mm. We all turned yeah. up for a day, and I think we were the first five that turned up. 
And since then, I think we've kind of... I think at that point, we were probably the only five that turned up. You're probably yeah. not wrong, to be honest. <laughs> well, it just, it, just sort of, it just sort of became the five of us. Yeah. And, it, and, and ever since then, we've... Yeah, you know, we've been the five friends uh, yes, who the, kind of yes, the five of us, all four of us, all four of us who are here. And, and John, John is here in spirit. John's at work. Can we get? Yeah. It, we need to get like a cardboard cut out of him, just stick him in the corner. We can get cardboard cutouts of every single one of us. So that when they're not just, here, you could just yeah. stick him in. <laughs> it's that guy over there. So yeah, so hey. we all we all met at don't ask uh, me why. at the fiscal dice store. Yeah, we played a few hands, and mm-hmm. I think the rest is history. Really, yeah. basically, yeah. It was love at first draw. Don't no, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Makes it sound like you're Titanic. not allowed your water anymore. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> uh, okay, so the official plan is to play through every Final Fantasy game, beginning with number one. Yes, I believe this is likely to take us a long time. It is probably going to take us quite some time. Um, years. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's not be around it's the bush. It's all good content. It's, all it's good going. Content, it's going to be years. Um, um, it was I, your idea, wasn't it? This, yeah, I think it all sort of developed because. Um, when we were obviously we started all out playing the card game as you do and then sort of a little bit further down the road we started talking about everyone's experiences of the games which ones we enjoyed most which ones were our favorite which ones we had problems with and between the five of us we sort of realized that we actually had varying levels of experience with the final Mm -hmm. fantasy franchise as a whole and each one of us except for me and andy who were both massive fans of nine um had different experiences of the games for example uh andy and myself have played pretty much all of them and i think john has as well Almost, yeah yeah i've, only played, I've about played as many as me i've played all of them like through to 100 percent completion i know them inside out back of my hand all main games um Artie and john like i say have only played about maybe half of them yeah and Mark, you haven't played Shh. any at all. It was literally just the card game. Don't give me away. So it came, well, a, no, because it was a really interesting thing because we would come to it and mm-hmm. you would be sitting here and we'd all have these reactions to like the card effects in the card game because they're mm. obviously so well modelled on the actual Final Fantasy games. And we'd be like, oh, these are amazing. And you're like, I don't get the reference. Yeah. Who's this? This I, one's called Jizz. Why is he called Jizz? Geese. I think Geese. One, of the, one of my favourite moments of that is, it's been quite recently, uh, we've got a group chat between the five of us and it just it, it just kind of devolves into, can you trade this with me? Or, oh my God, this is what I did. And Alex, uh, RC, started picking up Final Fantasy IX and he got to a certain stage and he posted where he was and me and Richard just took it over with, oh, then you need to do this next to make sure you don't do this. <laughs> yeah. You kind of realise, well, we really know this we game. We really know I Final Fantasy got, I, I then got, I got party wiped in Desert Palace and haven't touched it since. My TV yet. kind of died. Huh. It's died again. It kind of... So essentially going from that, the way this podcast kind of was born basically became an idea of how can, could we through the medium of Mark and John and Artie, whose experiences are somewhat incomplete. And I mean, I haven't played every Final Fantasy, certainly not all the spin-offs, and I've never touched the MMOs. But could we, through the experiences of the people in our group who haven't played the games very much, could we recapture what it's like to find those games for the first time? Mm. Oh, that would be the dream. Exactly. Unfortunately, and we're starting at one and then leading immediately into two. So we, we are can... starting at the start because that's, where that's the, start the way you should do it. Because you start at the start and you progress. Because mm. you want to see how the game's developed over time, even if we're going to be playing like the remakes of the originals. And you want to see like how the references evolved, how the gameplay evolved, how the storytelling evolved. And I think you get that amazingly well. <laughs> 
Yeah, you, you have your that eclair. That is so subtle. We're going to pause here for a second. He's got oh, one, one eclair. One eclair. He's taken out of his bag and unwrapped have it. Have you got enough to share with the club? No, I only have this himself. one. I was trying to do it. Oh, I was only doing it subtly because it's a wrapper and would make noise into the microphone. Subtly. Subtle. I think all of us are hopefully going to get something unique out of this. Mm. I think for myself and possibly you, Andy, it's mm-hmm. going to be watching somebody who's never come to the series before discover and hopefully fall in love with this series that has become such a massive part of if i uh, if i could turn back time i would play half of the games all over again for the first time because the you know the visceral feelings and emotions that i've gotten from from the games has been you know has shaped most of my gaming life and i'd probably say a lot of my life as well so hopefully if I if I saw one person have the same reaction that I did to one certain scene or to you know to a piece of music, then I think I'd be I'd be extremely happy about well, that. The music I've I this is how sad I can be at times. I got into the car game and then I, not having played any of the games, download a load of the Final Fantasy music to listen to while I played the game. There is absolutely and it's really no good music. problem with That's it. It's really good music. Um, Uematsu is a it's a yeah. god. A le- yeah. Well, I found out he's on the Classic FM uh, Hall of Fame. He is, yeah. He is. As a composer. And it's just every, like... I think it's every year, every couple of years, Classic FM do like the, the top 10 greatest composers. Mm. And Umatsu nearly always gets to that. the top. Mm. He's pretty, he's always usually really close. He is. Uh, he's in the conversation. Yeah. And for good reason. I mean, for the first, the first nine games he and the 10th he had, he had a hand in. But, mm. you know, for, for the soundtracks that he performs, once again, like if you played it, You'd instantly have that, you know. You'd, you'd remember where you were. And I mean, were, you'd e- even now in the soundtracks that he's not a part of, you can still feel his influence. Mm, I mean, absolutely. Stuff from the classic games gets remixed all the time because it's just that good. Like, even like going super recent, like Episode Gladiolus's remix of Battle on the Big Bridge. Is obviously drawing so well from from an original that he created so long ago. I have opinions on Final Fantasy V. Yes. I'm sure we'll get there eventually. Sp- speaking of which, let's go around the table, obviously, unfortunately, excluding Mark, because you have yeah. no opinion yet. Yeah. But what is everyone's favourite? Card you, game. Where did the Final Fantasy the card game. start? Uh, so for me, Final Fantasy started with Final Fantasy IX. I, okay. um, I didn't have a PlayStation kind of growing up, and I got one in at Christmas of 1999 into 2000 and then february my birthday we were up in scotland visiting my grandparents and my mum and dad gave me final fantasy 9 unfortunately we lived in london so it was an eight hour journey that day (laughs) before i even got to touch it however in those eight hours i sat in the back seat of the car and read the manual you had manuals back back then didn't you yeah front to back yeah i'd probably said about 20 30 times i remember going home running upstairs plugging it into my playstation and getting up to you know, getting up to one of the first cutscenes and just that was it. Like my love of Final Fantasy started with that car journey home. It's one of my favourite gaming memories. Ever since then I've I've played pretty much every single one of them that I could get my hands on. I so Yeah. Mine started with seven. Um not my copy of seven, my my cousins. Um I went to visit him. He's a he's a fair few years older than me and uh we sat down and I started playing Final Fantasy VII because he just got it. And I think I got to the second boss, Airbuster, which anyone who's played Final Fantasy VII knows how easy Airbuster is. But my cousin couldn't beat him. <laughs> and <laughs> me, like I'm literally 10 years younger than him, like little eight-year-old Richard, 
destroyed Ow. that thing. Did he? Was he failing to press the attack button? I don't know. I I'm I'm running with it. He may have been lying to make me feel good. Okay. I was a, I was a very small eight year old at the cousin. time. Good cousin move. Yes. Oh yeah, there you go. And that then so I got hooked. But my favorite Final Fantasy, as previously stated, is nine, and that was bought by accident. Well, what an accident? Trip, I am. Um, felon. No, I went. I went well. out. I had been. I sort of was one of those kids who read like PlayStation magazines obsessively, oh, yeah. compulsively, mm-hmm. and they were previewing. I remember very clearly. It was Digimon World Two. Yeah. That never came out over here in the end, but they were previewing it, and I had set in my mind that I wanted that game. So my mum and I spent all of Sunday driving around town, every single shop that might even possibly sell video games. We went in looking for it. Couldn't find it. And we got to like four o'clock, final shot. I was like, well, I'm not leaving empty-handed. <laughs> so I picked up Final Fantasy IX. And I played it. And that's just a very long and developed love story between me and that game. And the Digimon game you were looking for literally... Never, never came out in the you UK. would never find it anyway. Never it came out in the UK. The next one that came out was 2003. 2003. Which was an awful, awful game. Are they, are they like Mexican non-union Pokemon? Is that, <laughs> is that the best way? What, no, what, I, Digimon was actually Digimon? pretty decent. It was, it, was very, it was all about computers and stuff. Okay, like digital did, monsters. They were digital yeah. monsters okay. as opposed okay. to pocket monsters. <laughs> it was a thing yeah. in the 90s. It's, they started first, technically. Oh. Anyway. They were like Japanese Tamagotchi. Right. Um, I, think I thought Tamagotchi were Japanese Tamagotchi. <laughs> More Japanese. <laughs> really? They're really Japanese. They're, they're, well, eh? Tamagotchi, I don't really remember getting an anime until recently. Uh. Tamagotchi has an anime. Everything has, everything's been serialized <laughs> in Japan. We are not discussing the Final Fantasy anime, by the way. Is there we are Final Fantasy anime? It's not bad. Some, I know there's a film. Oh, what do you mean it's not bad? Oh, unlimited. Yeah. I haven't seen it, to be, it's fun, not to be honest. Bad. It's not okay. it's, it's, it's rough. I, it's not good, but it's not it, bad. It's, it's coarse. I mean, it, it it, it's highlight. better than Spirits Within. No, I disagree with you on that one. Oh, okay. No, Spirits Within is better than Final Fantasy Unlimited. I haven't seen either. I don't recall Spirits Within being particularly good. I remember I've her only, shaking I've only seen Advent Children. And Kingsglaive. Yeah, that, it was. Uh, oh Spirits Within came out in like two thousand and one, oh, and it was like at the time it was one of the best things you could mm. have worked at. It was basically just a tech demo for what DVD players could eventually it do. Was one of the first DVDs I, I got. Was... I don't remember the story. I remember Actually. people in like they looked like they were from Ghost Recon with their things on their eyes. Anyway, the night vision goggles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember Sorry, watching I remember. Um, Spirits Within in curries. I was say in colour. <laughs> no, like, I just like, they had it like as a because you're saying it's a DVD demo and they just had it on and I sat down in a curry for an hour and a half and watched it. Um, like the first Final Fantasy game I played was in Dixon Seven. Well, that's a reference. Around I played that. Also, I think I also managed to play like the first like half an hour of eight. But the first I owned was uh, Final Fantasy Six. Which version? PS1. Oh. oh, okay. I thought it was a Nintendo one. It, it like, was, but it got re-released on got the PS1. Got re-released on PS1. Okay. I then also got Final Fantasy um, Origins, which was 1 and 2. I played 2. That was rough. I did enjoy 2. And then I kind of... The first one I properly got and pl- managed to get and play all the way through was Final Fantasy X-2. Which is a good game. It's not bad. It has a job. Yeah, the the, the job initial twenty. If you can get through the initial twenty minutes, it's a good game. One thing like the that. J the J pop at the start. If you can get through the bit that oh, makes see, you hate yourself for being a man. See, I like. I'm a big fan of Morning Musume. So I, th- th- this idea of so is 
I bought 10 and 10 2 at the shop the other day in preparation for the podcast in a few years time. <laughs> but so there's there's is it a pop music? Um it it takes on? a very sort of j poppy style. It I was like Square it. Enix trying to pander to a female audience and not knowing how to do it. It was having three it was an all three female cast. Right. And what they could do is they could change jobs during battle, but it effectively meant that there was a cutscene where they would transition into a new cl- new costume. Sort of like Cutie Honey or Sailor Moon sort yes. of thing. Right, yes. okay. Yeah. It was. Oh, I've got like, <coughs> as I liked all that anime stuff, so mm. that was fine. To, I didn't care. Mm. Yeah. But it was like the first game which had a job system. And then eventually, a while later, I played Final Fantasy V, which took the job system from free, refined it, and was a fantastic game. And that's absolutely my favourite. Well, I've, I've definitely owned seven on the PlayStation. But my memory, I think I asked one of you lot, it was, I, I, I remember running along a train and fighting or something on a train in this Final Fantasy game, but I'm, that's not the same game. That might be no, six. Probably eight or six. Well, no, six I wouldn't have played. Cause it, it was probably eight then. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been eight, yeah. sequence. It would have been PlayStation, so maybe I borrowed it off someone. It, yeah. it might have been eight. It was probably eight, I think, yeah, the, the train heist. I, I didn't have the patience for it. It was, it was no Mario, put it that way. <laughs> Um, no, no, no! I was, I was very much a Nintendo kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the Mario's. I wasn't a Sega kid. Oh. I love Sonic, nah. but I'm not a Sega kid. <laughs> no, I never got into Sonic. Sonic was Sonic. I was. A... Well, I just found out Sonic. I always felt he felt a bit slow and sludgy, and it turns out he okay. was because the power one was like. Yeah, yeah the power one was not, slow not, and not sludgy. quick enough. So, yeah, hmm. <laughs> I was right. Mario was better. No, the the power of Mario was also slower. That no, yeah, but that does that doesn't rely on his gimmick isn't speed, is it? Uh, no, it's no. more that's precision. That's, precision that's why jumping, it did yeah. worse in Europe. We talked about music and talked about first games and things like that, but uh, I don't really know much about the major themes and tropes. I know Andy mentioned about the visceral reaction to stuff that happens in the games. Um, from the little that I know of the games, I believe that heroes often die and there's time travel. Uh, future Mark has played lots of these games and he's either going to be very embarrassed or impressed by what I've just said. So what's the big idea? I think you can... I think Final Fantasy has varying themes and tropes based on which game you're playing. I think I think an overall arching kind of... Between every single game is it's teamwork and friendship. And not in a cliched kind of everyone's a friend, but like you have... But you have a, a team of, of you know, a fighters of, of warriors and you have to go battle these, you know, these enemies, these stories and things like that. And at the end of it, mostly always happens that, you know, the cold character kind of opens up to his team and the end. But also sometimes they don't. Of course. Yeah. Which is lovely. I mean, if you take like Amaranth's story from nine or Shadow's story from six. Yeah, no one knows anything about them. Even stuff, even stuff like, even like Kane's story from four. Like, it's not always a guaranteed the cold loner opens up and becomes all buddy-buddy by the end of it. Sometimes, sometimes they do. And sometimes the warm character becomes cold and closes himself off. There's like a, a heel-face revolving door, is there, sort of. Yeah. If, if he starts as really dark, he's probably going to get redemption by the end. Sort of, sometimes. I mean, I don't think, I don't think there are many villains that become, that become redeemed over the course of Final Fantasy. You can make a case for... Obviously, Dissidia did a lot for Ject. I think I think fancy no I think fancy ten did a lot for Jack yeah ten, yeah, did, ten did a lot for Jack as well actually yes he's Jack was never the bad guy only so, hang on so these are these aren't sequels but you get the same characters not necessarily no. like some characters do show up like Dissidia is the fighting game is the fighting oh, game right 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 okay. and it does pull on a so lot of just, themes from the games yeah, that it's, it's set on fan service the fight game it's canon yeah. 
and yeah. because Gilgamesh is there. <laughs> Why does that count? Um, he can oh, leave something. worlds at will. Okay. And also, a lot of the character storylines in Dissidia draw from where they were at the end of their own games, and or it's a little bit more character progression and stuff. It's quite good. It's a really, it's a really good game actually. Uh, well, I asked for some suggestions on the best way to describe Final Fantasy to someone who's ever played it, i.e., me. Um, I only asked last night when I when it struck me that I should probably do something because we we're recording today. So we only got a couple of answers. One of them was from my friend Tom, who said, "Explain it's a role-playing game, also known as an RPG, and what an RPG entails." He took it very literally, did Tom? Thank you, Tom. Bless you, man. Um, <laughs> Role-playing game, yeah. I think I think if you listen to this podcast, you probably know. I think if you're listening to this, you know what Final Fantasy is. I'm sure. Unless our friends, which we've roped into. Unless unless you are actually coming to this as a complete newbie and sort of taking Mark's journey with him, which might happen. I've got one here um, when it loads. I like the idea that they're you know I'm I'm assuming that everyone who hears this is a Final Fantasy fan in some way. I like the idea that there's someone out there who who stumbles upon this and goes, "I'd like to learn about Final Fantasy. Let's see what these guys say." It'd be really funny. I mean, that's also another reason why I, I suggested that we actually. set this podcast up in the first place. Because a lot of Final Fantasy podcasts, and there aren't an awful lot out I mean, there from what I could find. No, I was I was looking. They focus very much, it's sort of episode by episode on sort of very specific aspects of the series, like mm. Gilgamesh and the Genji set, or like the history of Excalibur in Final Fantasy. Nothing that really charts the games as a whole. Excalibur the sword. Yes, yeah. Excalibur has... Occasionally, it's a recurring item in Final Fantasy. Is that the sword that Zach's got on the card? The one that no, that'll be the Buster Zach sword. Zach has the Buster Sword. Uh, we will get to my, the Buster my Sword. My Final Fantasy I've Street credit is out the window now. Two descriptions of the series here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go on. Um, it's like Dungeons and Dragons, but you don't get to read any of the source books. Okay, that, I think that very well, the, early. Final that's Fantasy's, very early. That's Final maybe Fantasy. one that's and two. And really, FF1. But the fluff is there um, in, in the game. Magical murder hobos on a quest for more crystals or some other drug metaphor. Yeah. Again, yeah, kind I, of very one and two. Well, I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I no, that definitely sort of fits for like the first six, six games. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> seven in material. Oh, yes. Gang, and my description of gangs of zipper wearing magical hobos use the power of maths to save the world. That Yeah, that's very true. My attack does 370 damage. You have 415 damage. How much do I still have to do? <laughs> if... if uh, Oh, I will number <laughs> a meteor leave space traveling that's, at three hundred thousand miles an hour. That's what I was going for, hour. but my brain. How hard does it destroy Jupiter? <laughs> my how, brain how much damage does it inflict on, <laughs> on a goblin on the party? <laughs> how long does the cutscene take? That's one thing I remember from Seven. That's probably why I never played it very much. A comet coming from space. Yep, yeah, you press X to pick a thing, and then it takes five minutes to do a thing that you have to sit and watch. I, I don't remember being able to skip it. Can you skip it? No. No, you can't skip attack animations. That's terrible. You can shorten some animations. You can shorten some animations in 10 onwards. So that's probably why I only played 7 very yeah. briefly in my mind. Then. You'll, get, you'll, you'll, you'll get used to it and you'll learn which attacks are more Lock. time effective and yeah. you'll use them Thing more. Is, with, roll with a cigarette quad... attacks, make a cup of tea attacks. You can... Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Quadcast nights around. I'm going to go and make food. Yeah. <laughs> with Final Fantasy X, they allowed you, when you summoned your, um, your, your summons essentially, it, it played a very long animation and then when he got to fight with them when they used their kind of their overdrive ability it was you know the very staples of what these summons are so you know if she did diamond dust if it did hellfire things like that the animation's awesome so 
you watch it for the first time and you go, this is absolutely amazing. And you continue to play it and you go, mm. I d- you can't decide, do you want to shorten it so you can continue you can the story? Do. No, but can, do you shorten it so you continue the story? Or do you, you always leave it in a full animation because it's awesome to watch? It is. Surely it doesn't, it, doesn't it pull after a while though? You've seen yeah. it 10 times. After, after a little bit. Like, I mean, if you only use them sparingly like own the source of the main story, yeah. then yeah, that you can probably get away with leaving them in full because you don't use summons all that often because they're just too good. So when you do, but use when you're them, doing stu- when you're impacts. when you're doing stuff like dark aeons and penance, then cry. you then you cut it down because you don't want to sit through oblivion fifty thousand times ah, to kill one thing. <laughs> or you just pay your jimbo a lot. It's always room for more oblivion. For Never that. use Zanmato. I that's the that's the only I've, way I've ever beaten penance. I've killed penance without using Zanmato. That's my street cred. I watched. I watched um, the translator's many... note. Yeah, super boss killed without using the instant kill move. <laughs> Thank you. It that's, takes about. I don't know. It takes about forty fifty minutes to beat. One day I'm going to understand or, this conversation. Or one minute. Or, you will or, get there. Yeah. yeah. You will get there. Or just well. pay a guy to kill him for you. <laughs> right. So later on, we're going to go to Fistful of Dice in Southsea for the Final Fantasy TCG Opus Three pre-release. So excited! How are we feeling? Yeah, good. Yeah, um, positive. I think I think for people, I think I'm just getting there to get the rare stuff at the st- for the start. I'm not <laughs> going to win. I'm just going to get the rare cards. Well, you yeah, but you, you only, said that last time, and now you've got that Bahamas. Left. You turn up spoiler free, don't you? Generally, generally, as I know as you about can. Uh, of the hundred and fifty something cards in this set. I know, I know about twenty of them. See, uh, okay. I wish, I wish I could go in with that set, whereas. I like. I'm a collector of, of Final mm. Fantasy memorabilia, so for me, having the cards and getting to look at the really cool artwork is actually all that matters. The game is incredibly fun, mm-hmm. but collecting, you know, a bunch of every single card is more important to me than you know winning or losing. Yeah. So turning up yeah. there, opening up a couple packs early, and just looking at them, going, "That card looks nice. I'm going to take that one." Yeah, that, that's usually how I play, and I usually lose. Yeah. And I'm happy about that. I'm. I'm not. You guys have all. <laughs> again, my my game cred isn't isn't particularly strong but you guys have all played tcgs before and this is my first one and i'm sort of i haven't got quite the ability that you have to look at a card and think yeah that card is good for reason x unless it's got like nine thousand printed at the bottom i think that costs three or four yeah that is a good card i, I understand that to be good what's he whispering about over here we've um, actually seen what the power of that card which we didn't know what his power is the feral chaos yeah or he's his name something Desperado Chaos is what it's called Desperado Chaos it is 10k it's a 10 nice it's printed at 10,000 as well see I understand that to be a good thing but then I that is a big number but I can't read the text on the card I wouldn't look at we've got Fasoya here Dull choose one forward deal at 7k Fasoya deals you one point of damage now obviously I understand what that means but I wouldn't think right how am I going to use that how would that work on the field what would I do with that so yeah like Andy I like to collect them I sell them We'll, we'll get to plugs at another time. Um, Here's a plug. <laughs> FTCGsingles.co.uk. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> the original. Yeah. And the best. Not dot .com. Not dot .com. And other people are saying that they're the number one source of cards. No, they aren't. It's been, it's been rumoured. I can neither confirm or deny. Yeah, but I, I enjoy collecting them. I really enjoy playing it. I don't... Uh, I always say I'm not very good. I get told I'm better than I think I am. You really are. Um, you all, you all fear my Gilgamesh Goldbears mannequins. Actually, that's that, right? you're, you did you're, come second. You're, you, you, if you go up against me in a tournament, you're. That's getting cut. <laughs> that's yeah. That, that's gonna get edited out. Do you want to? Uh, should we? Should we re? re should okay. Do you want to yes, redo that it. sentence? Redo that line. I'll chop it. Out. The t- the uh, the TCG. I have to. You have to give it a lot of props, though. It's mm. um. It was based off the. It was based off the chapter series. 
it, which came out in Japan in, of in 2011, I think it was. And it did quite well, but it never really came overseas. So they re-released it. And well, they rebalanced it and yes, stuff, didn't yeah. I? Have, I being, being someone who is quite knowledgeable of the Final Fantasy games, when you, you pick up a card and you look at it, and it's you know a named character, and you look at you know what its ability is, when you base it off what the character is in the game, they're mm. very good at what they do. Yeah, they're very also, they're very good at being faithful to the abilities the characters actually I mean, there have is, in game. There's a card coming out in in Opus Three, which as it has been spoiled, it's Zach, but his ability is that he will. When he when he comes onto the field, you can play. No, but when he dies, when he dies, you can play a cloud. Up. And which, we, yeah. in terms of what the games are about, that's exactly what happens in the game, essentially. So mm-hmm. it's incredible how little things like that can really kind of open up imaginations and, mm. and give you a bit more appreciation of the game itself based on like, a card yeah. and some art. Like some of the characters tend to bring out summons for cheap or bring get them back out of the deck or whatever. Stuff like um, Rickard, who when he can sacrifice himself to protect somebody else. Which is exactly what happens in FF2. And and Yuna spoilers. You know, <laughs> sorry. And Yuna summoning summon or using. It's only been out twenty some summons. Odd years. Is, it's pretty cool. 30, isn't it, actually, isn't it? You know, I think I think each of us has sort of a list of little moments. Going back to the sort of going through mm-hmm. the games thing, there's a list of little moments that I think each of us would be interested to see other people's first reactions. Oh, to. absolutely. I think and me and, get, and get, getting to Aerith's death. Which isn't a spoiler. No, no. Everyone I knows think, Aerith yeah. dies. Even my wife but, might know that. But yeah. get, but getting to that point after the whole disc one of build up, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how that affects how you feel about it. It's, it's so I I'm, I'm I don't know by, if... by the PlayStation era, the technology's advanced enough, and the money is there to make stories, not just games with stories. There's a story here, and a game. Exactly. It's not just what was the what was the machine, the Saturn, wasn't it? They they tried to to try to live off of just full motion video oh, oh, and yeah pixelated renderings of stuff. Whereas oh the Sega CD you, things like yeah, but whereas when you get to Final Fantasy VII, it, it becomes I suppose more of a Five did it better. We've got a great game, <laughs> and you've got the ability to tell a story now over I don't know how many discs. It was more than one disc. Three discs. Three discs. Three discs. So you've got yeah. I assume that that's where yeah, there, the there modern are, era begins. Is that about? yeah? There well no because I think there's there's moments in like. Final Fantasy's six and five and even four. See, I'm expecting more of a link to the past experience with those. No, played that. no, no. Like no. five has is even though five is in concept a far more comedic game because four is a very serious dark um, plot game. Mm-hmm. Five is a lot more comical, like okay. which is why we have characters like uh, Gilgamesh and Bart and his magical harem. However. Um, it still has very, very serious moments and it kind of has that kind of mood whiplash in it, mm. out, which makes it, in my opinion, do it better than seven. Yeah, okay. no, I mean, and six, I'd say six is the second darkest out of every Final Fantasy game. It, no, yeah, that's Second true. only to two. And two is only there because of the massive body count. <laughs> like, not many people survive Final Fantasy 2. Okay. I think four people survive Final Fantasy 2. But yeah, like... Final I mean, the Fan- entire planet. Final Fantasy 6 is one of the darkest games I think you've ever played. And that's such Amazing. a good plot. And this is 16-bit... It's, a, it's maps, a 16-bit sprites. sprite game. It's not... Ooh, must yeah. wrote when someone says dark, dark, depressing game, I don't picture the SNES palette and the, that style of graphics. And that's but... why I'm really interested to see when we get to 6. Sort yeah. of if you can marry those two things up or whether the sort of dissonance between the two, mm. the art style and the storytelling is going to jar you 
Especially considering we're, we're what twenty years down the road from FF six now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. mean, there there is a simplicity and a timelessness to the sprite based Final Fantasies. I'll, I'll read the. Hang on, that'll be more than twenty years. No, Snares. Snares was ninety one. It was near the end of the Snares because um, five was also yeah. Snares. Well, yeah. ni- well, no, yeah, because ninety seven was FF seven. So yes, that's twenty yeah. years. So more yeah, than so that. but still, like I said, there is a sort of simplicity and a timelessness to the sprite based games that mean they don't need. It's like the FF7 remake needed to happen because when you look at 7 and you play 7 and it does look outdated and it does look a bit old. Well, there's... there's. Some I mean, an 8 and 9 kind of get away with it because they've got a yeah. little bit better graphical 3D fidelity. ages a lot more heavily than 2D. Yes, I tried to play Metal Gear Solid again not long ago and um, that's not a pretty game anymore. No. That was gorgeous when I first got it and I even bought a special collector's edition. I think it had a lighter in it. They probably wouldn't do that anymore. I'm pretty sure I had a Zippo. Um, yeah. Wow. But the FF7 remake... Yes. Is that, is that stopped now? No. No, no it's still going. Oh. It's it's delayed as most Final Fantasy things tend to be. They've changed the They have changed development team. It was being outsourced to a third party. I believe they're bringing it all back in house so they, they realize can do it it'd first be party to not directly manage Because it. Yeah. Final Fantasy 7, especially the remake means an awful lot to an awful it lot is, of people and it it's, it's the staple. It? Yeah. It's the staple of Final Fantasy. I'd honestly say it's it's if you say, you know, what is Final Fantasy? The majority of people would then go to seven as yeah. the, look as at, the but, most important. Look at one. Super Smash Bros. for Wii U. I mean, Cloud coming in. As, they added Cl- yeah. Cloud as a Final Fantasy representative because he is Cloud's the Cloud's, face. Cloud's the poster boy of just about I most mean, things. And to like be supposed to go. I mean, I don't think he was the first play map for the TCG. That is Cloud is the, the only Cloud play map squall. for the TCG. Yeah. They haven't got any one. Huh? Yeah, Cloud versus uh, Squall. 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 I don't know why I said Squall. Even I turn yeah. around. Uh, Did a double take. Oh, that was, please, Jesus, please cut that out. <laughs> no, leave it in. <laughs> but no, because I mean, Cloud and Cloud Resident is Resident expert. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII <laughs> is the main Final Fantasy. Yeah. I mean, I don't think even for those of us who say that there are other Final Fantasies we prefer, like I do prefer Nine over Seven. But I won't argue that of all the Final Fantasies that have had cultural impact, hmm. that have Fantasy. been important, and that have helped cement Final Fantasy as a ma- the main one of the main seven being the first series. game that transitions from yeah. you know the eight, well, the sixty bits. That's the thing. Uh, Final Fantasy started with seven. Yeah. If which one was uh, Squall? Was that eight? eight? He was eight. So had eight come out before seven in its place? Was it just a case of if eight here's the new out, here's the, well if the storyline and the characters and the plot from eight were seven came out in ninety seven. It was a new hotness on the PlayStation. Everyone was like, wow, would that have the same cultural impact? Or was the story that much People better People would be even seven? more confused about what's going on I in think the plot. It be, so I, think, numbering, I think it would be very difficult to say. Because yeah. I think eight's story and its graphical quality and that is very much linked into it. Like, I can't imagine... I can't imagine like doing FF13 story with FF6's graphics. Mm. It just doesn't work, even though they did do that Actually, retrospect. They did do that retrospective just before Lightning Returns came out, and it was actually quite nice. But I think every Final Fantasy that would work. I think because every Final Fantasy <laughs> is its own thing. We've got a fan project thing, on our hands, I think. I think because every Final Fantasy no, is its yeah. own thing, because every Final Fantasy comes with its own graphical style, with its own setting, with its own sort of storytelling. Because you can get away with that, because none of the Final Fantasies are linked to each other, except mm. for the direct sequels, obviously. You can't look and say, well, what if eight had come before seven? No. Because eight is eight and seven is seven. And I think from a personal standpoint, seven is very, very important. But and it is a better game. I like seven so more than I like eight. I have, I... In, I, I would mostly agree with that. 
in theory, Seven is a better game. However, in practice, it is not. If Seven was like <laughs> seven, seven, no, Seven is a buggy, broken, badly translated if, mess. Yeah, if Seven, this guy if, if, are if, sick. This guy mm-hmm. are sick. This of course, of course. If it was ironed, if, if, the, if the bugs... That is a, that's a line from the game. This guy Amazing. are sick. If it was, if it was properly ironed, translation issues were fixed. All of the major issues with its systems were fixed. It would definitely outclass eight. But as it stands, eight works. Eight works. Its balance Seven. system is a little bit broken because junctioning. But, so um, that's that's more by design. It's Seven than... great in spite of itself, then, rather yes. than it's seven's, not intrinsically great. It's just got a good core, story, and you, you're willing to Seven's look past core its story stands through despite oh my the subpar word. translation. Mm. Eight is the Majora's Mask. <laughs> eight is the game that could never live up to Seven. No, Majora, yeah, Majora's it's, Mask. It's that difficult eight from... album <laughs> that they always talk about, <laughs> which is which is unfortunate because I I hated Eight when I played it originally. But then going back into it again, you know, as as an adult now, with with a with a great knowledge of it, it eight is fantastic. Yeah, I'm I, looking forward to getting back to getting back to it. I've been on the side on a personal note. I've been playing through the Final Fantasies again, just for my own personal mm-hmm. thing, and I'm going to have to do it another time for this journey. Oh, it's a hard life. It's a <laughs> it's a tough life. Um, I'm currently going back through Final Fantasy six at the moment, and I'm about halfway through, and it's such a good game, but. Eight, I mean, I've only played eight properly about once or twice, and I didn't like it. I don't like Final Fantasy Eight, and I'm going to be interested to see a if re coming back to it after so many years as an adult changes my opinion, and b coming back to it and going through it slowed down because do it any Final Fantasy that we do for this podcast is going to be split up. We'll be doing it in installments. I don't think we've explained that, have we? Yeah, no, I've planned out the, our first season, which is Final Fantasy One, and that is going to take us. 12 episodes okay. to do and if we do if I don't know what sort of release schedule we're aiming for here Mark if we're saying in like an episode every two weeks or so I, bi-weekly is probably safer than weekly just considering all our time then that's, they'll, be, they'll, be, they'll yeah. probably be recorded in slightly more bulk. yeah then yes, that's sort yeah. of six months yeah, yeah then that's sort of six months to play Final Fantasy 1 which is what a 20 hour game mm-hmm. maybe like these games are going to be slowed down and stretched out okay. and we are going to um, go into these in depth yeah yeah I mean like, I think maybe for us, Final Fantasy 1 is probably going to be more like a 45 hour game. Then that's mm. fine. I mean, that's how we're going to work it. You take as much as you need to get to where you need to be. It'll be interesting to see if watching us, A, space them out over a long period of time, and B, go through them with people who haven't really experienced them before. And sort of, I mean, even just when, Alex, you went back through 9 just recently, I don't know if you found this, Andy, but my experience of going back through Final Fantasy Nine changed because I was almost mentoring Alex through it. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun. I think I think one of the, one of my problems is Final Fantasy Nine will always remain as my favorite game of all time. So no matter how many times I look at it, I still see perfection. Yeah. I can appreciate that it, it actually does have a lot of flaws. A uh, flaws, sorry. And having you know played it quite recently within the last two or three months, I saw a lot more problems with it than I've seen in the past. However, my love of the characters and the game itself will will overlook everything mm. so getting you know it be my favorite game a lot of, like a lot of people's favorite games i'm looking forward to seeing people who have not played it before go along and you know at certain stages just stopping and going you know I, ho- I hope you have the same reaction that i have when it gets mm. to certain specific scenes i or, know what you know, scene certain it characters is. And things like i that. know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about well, it's I'm... got three words and it starts with your <laughs> and ends with alone i'm i'm hoping 
that I'll give the story some time because that's one problem I have with with RPG games. Like I'm playing, I know Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance isn't really an RPG. <laughs> it's but, a Western RPG. It still counts. But I will often just I'll just tap X. I don't need to hear you say that. Tap X, tap X, tap X. I want to I press X hitting things, not having a conversation. That's how the game works. You hit X, you swing your axe, and you collect stuff. I don't tend to go very... I'm not very good at walking Reading. around and talking to all the people, reading all these people's texts. So I think... I mean, I'm playing the, the Zelda, the Switch Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. I'm playing that, and I've been trying to force myself to read everything, but I just want to go running around and do stuff. So having an imposed... Right, you have got this long to play from this point to this point. Get all you can out of it and just be aware that in a week and a half, you're going to have to sit down with the boys and discuss it. Hopefully I'm going to sit and read and uh, imbibe. Wrong word. No, that's... He's imbibe. It'll it'll count. Drink it in. Drink it in, in, man. (laughs) Drink it in, man. (laughs) But yeah, hopefully I'm going to absorb... That's the word. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully I'm going to absorb it and actually get into, uh, actually have some feelings, man, because I forget what they've been like. Then look, then I'm looking games. forward to seeing how you take the first nine games, because none of them have any spoken word. <laughs> they are all text They're all text, that's what I mean. Which yeah. is, which I, I'm, which is going to be incredible to watch. Yeah. And when you get to ten for the first time, and you can finally sit back and go, I don't need to read everything, the voice I just need to listen. terrible, though. No, no, no like, it's oh, really? good. Everyone mentions the laughing scene in ten. It's out of context. That laughing scene is to always taken out of context. The um, James Arnold Taylor, who does the voice of Tidus, uh, he has he has some great blogs on YouTube, and I recently watched one of his where he he does his best to defend the laughing scene, and I don't have a problem with it when I first. I I it. honestly don't. Every single time someone brings up the laughing scene, okay, Mark, just a very very quick sort of rundown. There is an infamous scene in Final Fantasy X where um, Tidus, the main character, and Yuna, well, another one of the main mm-hmm. characters, they're having a talk, and. They me- and they mention about how difficult Yuna's finding her journey because she has to remain positive because she's everyone's hope. Okay. The hope of the I entire world. A different character. No, the entire the entire hope of the world is. Ah, oh, that was a joke. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, that was a Final yeah, Fantasy thirteen joke. Well I done. I thought a joke and everything. Yeah. The entire hope of like the world of Final Fantasy ten is on her shoulders. Okay. And she has a moment where she sort of buckles under the pressure, and Tidus just tells her that if you're having difficulty, just laugh, even if you don't mean it. Mm-hmm. Like laugh really loud and really stupid, and that's exactly and what he just does. be he happy. Throws... And they laugh really he loud and really stupid. And, like, yeah, Doctor Evil style. Exactly. It? And it's... <laughs> that. That's gonna clip to. <laughs> f- Jesus look at that. Christ. And wow. everyone mentions. <laughs> and everyone the red lights were coming off. And yeah. everyone brings that up <laughs> as how <laughs> as an example of how bad Final Fantasy X's voice acting is. Okay, but and it's not it. That it, they're meant to be laughing like idiots. They laugh genuinely like two seconds after doing okay. that because they break down because no, they're having so fun. They're laughing. trying to fake a laugh and maybe they don't really mean it. And there's, no, they are. And they're trying to fake a laugh and they fake a laugh. Yes, yeah, so but everyone doesn't take it as a fake laugh. No, they think oh, the, the, they, the they laugh take it as like oh, the laugh acting is just terrible. Yeah, okay. No, that's a fake but laugh. The story that is told from that one laughing scene is is so important to the game itself yeah to be taken out of context is it's a really bad uh, it's it's a bad example of voice acting no in fact it's, it's about it's one of the best parts of voice acting because by doing something really stupid they're they're portraying their character and they've hmm. done it the best way possible and Tidus and Yuna are so sad by what they've got to do that they have to throw these laughters out it's amazing storytelling I did hmm. notice I bought 10 and 10 too I say the other day, 
And Yuna's wearing a long dress on 10 on the cover. And a waterfall skirt. And by 10 too, it's like a little... That, that is part, part of, of the... the part of the story. She, yeah. She's, she's very well, young and innocent in 10. Uh, yeah. oh, and okay. 10 two, she went, two she's completed later, the story. She finds her womanhood. Well, she, she becomes... It is, it's kind of... It is. Gun. Okay. Yeah. And guns. 10 is very much sort of Yuna's... My life story. Maturity story as well. <laughs> I mean, and that's another thing that I love about Final Fantasy. It's not just one story. It's mm-hmm. tons and tons of stories all interleaving and mingling because you've got Yuna's confidence you've got Tidus's father issues with Jekt you've got Oren's guilt you've yeah. got Walker's racism <laughs> you've got no, no, what, yeah, Walker's well, racist Walker's completely it's, racist Walker's very xenophobic towards mm. certain races based on you know like on almost nothing fantastic Kamari, racism it almost or is it I don't like black people or is it more it's, I don't like green it's people not, it, it, it's, it's, it's Final Fantasy black people right, and they're okay. not all black people Lulu and Kimari opening up and and sort of losing these shells that they have around themselves uh-huh. and on top of that you've got the massive corruption of Yevon and Sin and that's like what 10 storylines that all play out beautifully around each other and the majority of them kind of tie in with each other yeah exactly you know, Sin, Sin is affecting absolutely everyone's mood Sin is affecting everyone Sin, Yevon hangs over everything because Sin's, that's the religion of Sin the is world. the reason why Waka hates a certain race because Sin killed his brother and his brother went to side with the certain faction and just all these stories and then you know chapu was gonna marry lulu and yeah you know so oh, all yeah. these things will tie into each other that rem- oh wow Walker, you're a we we will we yeah. He always looks so happy on the cards though. He's got a big smile. He does status reels, whatever that is, but that's his gimmick on the card. Yeah, I forgot that Shafu was gonna marry Lulu. He's a fuck. He's a. He didn't wait fantastic. Oh, that was it. Because I put in ten, didn't I, to test? I bought a PlayStation Two and I put in ten to make sure it worked. And all I saw was Titus. And Yuna and some friends sat on the side of the hill. Oh man! A little bit of music plays in the background. A little bit of music, and I can't remember if it was voiced or if it was text even now. But it was sort of like it was kind of intimating. Like we were going to tell you why we ended up here, or something like that. This is my my story. story. That's it. And and she. It's hard to tell because obviously it's PlayStation Two era FMV. But she looks like she's not upset, but there's something that she's got dust in her eye or something. Yeah. He sort of pat on the head or stroke her head. Touches down the shoulder. He looks away and sort of thinking like. All right, all right. Something happening here, and yeah, that's yeah. right and at the end. Being being someone who knows exactly what has happened to get to that point, there, yeah. and seeing listening to you explain it, and me in my head going, "That's so important to the story," <laughs> and just thinking like, "You have so well, much." Well, I saw it, and I thought, see. "It's obviously the 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 the, the quality, well, not the quality, the, the amount of effort and work that's gone into making sure that those scenes are blocked correctly, and you know, just the fact I could tell from." You know, 1990, what, 8, 9? 2000-ish. Uh, yeah. So the, I could see from her face that they've been through something. She ain't quite right, but they're all right. That's that's what I took away from it. Yeah. <clears throat> they've got something. And I mean, and she's, a, she's probably going to burst into tears if everyone speaks kind of thing. That's how it felt. But And um, that's why we're going on this journey. Yeah. Because to yeah, see you getting to that point <laughs> is what I want... Is, why I sort of suggested we do this in the first place. Yeah. And I think not only are you going to get something out of this, like we're going to get something out of it from seeing you. And you get to play all these great games. And we again. get to play the yeah. games again. And the games, the games are great. Like what there's the no Final Fantasy I dislike, except for maybe three. But I've just... heard bad things about two, but... Two is two is difficult. It's an eighteen at the start. NES game. It's not Yeah, two is difficult at the start. Gets easier like, as it goes I stopped on. playing it. It was just, I couldn't get through <clears> the beginning. Well, this time around you will. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so Rich has mentioned 12 or so episodes to cover Final Fantasy 1, but I think he's got a bit more of an idea of 
you know, what the format of the hopefully bi-weekly show is going to be. So let's all turn our ears his way and hear what it's all about. Just because I wanted to, well, just to explain sort of how the format of the show is going to work. Because obviously we can't just all take the game away, go away and play it and then come back and talk because we'd all be at different points. Because like I said, Andy and I have played the games before. Mark hasn't, and some I'm you have, really, some you really haven't. I'm really, bad at Final Fantasy 1. Exactly. <laughs> so what I've done is I've sort of split the game up into basically checkpoints. Okay. So every time we play, we will play up until we hit a certain checkpoint. Um, because episode one is going to be all sort of introduction, sort of party composition and initial setup, the checkpoint's actually quite short. We're going to stop once we beat Garland, which okay. is really quite short. It's like 10 minutes. Yeah, it honestly is. Yeah. But we're going to talk about how we're making up our parties. I want to start. I want to do some challenge runs for okay. the Final Fantasy games. So I want to sort of discuss what challenge runs I'm going to be doing. Okay. I think for Final Fantasy One, I, I want to do a solo red mage run. So one party, <laughs> me- one party member, not four, and they're a red mage. Even I think that's daft. No, that it, it's completely doable. And then but sort also, of from Final Fantasy, it's going to be fun or... though. Or... I think it will be because yeah. it wouldn't be you. fun for you because no, you, you that would just be do... impossible. But I've played through Final Fantasy one like five times now, so oh, I, I want to do quad reds. I want to do a little yeah. bit of difference to change it up. Okay, I have and seen this on on on, like, on YouTube or Twitch or whatnot. People do do weird composition, weird, weirdly composed. I want to try and do a challenge run of all the yeah. Final Fantasies that we cover for this show. Okay, and like episode two will go a little bit longer, so we want to go. I'm going to go from Fish. Garland just after killing Garland, all the way up to visiting the Western Keep. So that takes us through Provoker, Matoya's Cave down to Elfheim, across the Western Keep. Mm -hmm. So that's another decent chunk of the game. And we're splitting it up like that. So then episode three takes you through the Marsh Cave, uh, defeating Astos, getting the Mystic Key, going to the Dwarf Cave, getting the Nitro Powder. And so on and so on and so on, until we end... Write this down, you can remember. Until we end on episode 11. We end on episode 11, the conclusion of the Excalibur side quest, the Chaos Shrine, and defeating Chaos. I'm not getting Excalibur. If you're not getting Excalibur, that's fine. But we are going to mention it. Because Fine. it's <laughs> the one side quest that Final Fantasy 1 has. Not using a So fantasy. we're actually going to end Final Fantasy 1 on episode 11. Right. After killing Chaos. But for those of you who might be playing along, or those of you who want to hear us talk about Final Fantasy 1 a bit more, there are remakes, and the remakes do have bonus content. And I do want to cover the bonus content. Well, that, I'm going to be playing probably the Game Boy. The, Game Boy, the Game Boy version has one of the bonus contents, yeah. which is the Soul of Chaos Dungeons. Um, so for those of you who might not be aware, Final Fantasy 1 has obviously had a lot of re-releases since it originally came out in 87. Um, it started out on the NES, then there was the PS1 remake, Final Fantasy Origins, then there was the Game Boy Advance remake, uh, Dawn of Souls, which included the Soul of Chaos Dungeons. And then, finally, for our purposes, there is the PSP, iOS, Mm -hmm. Android 20th anniversary re-releases done in 2007. Um, which included the Soul of Chaos dungeons and an additional dungeon on top of that called the Labyrinth of Time. Labyrinth so, for episode of twelve, episode twelve, we are going to cover the Soul of Chaos dungeons, and then episode thirteen. Those of us who are playing versions that have it, which is me and possibly Andy, mm-hmm. maybe which, uh, which is the PS3 version, the PSP and/or Android I'm, iOS version. I may I'm be able to hook someone up. Yeah. I may pick. We'll pick we'll up. cover the Labyrinth of Time, which will probably be a short episode, a bonus episode, mm-hmm. and we'll probably use that time to sort of get feedback from the community as well, because hopefully yeah. we'll have a community by well, episode thirteen. That's one thing I didn't consider is people playing along. If I you're going to play, <laughs> if you are, if if you want to play along, I mean, go for it. I will. 
by all means, whenever we finish an episode, I will always say what the checkpoint is for the next yeah. episode. So if you want to play through it, if you want to leave uh, comments it's or like a book club. feedback, yeah, yeah, it's like a Final Why Fantasy book club. Like a book club. If you want to leave comments or feedback of your own progress or our progress on our Facebook page or yeah. Twitter, Mark, I'm sure you'll be able to tell everyone else where they can find us because I only read Facebook. Just looking up now at the Crystal Chroniclers on Facebook. If you search the Crystal Chroniclers on Facebook, you'll yeah. find us there. Twitter won't let me use the Crystal Chronicles. Because it's way too long. Uh, so we are the at the C Chronicles. Uh, the C stands for Crystal. Nothing else. We're not on Instagram because I don't see the point. Um, given it, yeah, given it's like an audio medium, pictures aren't exactly. We can always take pictures. We are potentially at. considering um, outbranching to YouTube, though. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm for, looking for at, bonus thing. I may have persuaded Mrs. C to yeah, sit no, in no. with me. Uh, while I do let's plays of my um, Final Fantasy cherry popping, um, so when I'm I, she's never played them. If I've never played them, she's never played the thing. So <clears throat> we we did play Super Mario RPG, one of them. Thousand that counts as a Final Fantasy game. It was made by SquareSoft. <laughs> it counts as it a really Final was. Fantasy game. It is a Final. It is a we, Square. Well, we played that way, sharing the controller, so she might sit in and, and let's yeah. play it. With um, me. I'd like to point out we will be doing Super Mario RPG. Will we? Kulex. We may be referencing Super Mario RPG. I don't know how to source Super Mario RPG. You've got a Wii U. Is it on the Wii U? Yeah. Well, it's on Wii U eShop. We may... In our side project in our downtime, we may talk about Super Mario RPG. But yeah, my, my hope is that Mrs. C will sit there with me and will actually... She might be the one who actually gets me to understand the story. Because when we watch a film, we a film will tend to finish and I'll turn and say, well, what happened there then? And then she'll explain it to me. So I enjoyed that. So hopefully she'll she'll be able to sort of put two and two together and, and actually make four and say, right, well, this guy, I'm going to sound like such an idiot now. This guy said, you've got to get the magic fairy thing and take it to the cave of uh, evil skeletons in order to get the thingamajig. And she'll remember that sort of thing. Whereas it'll just go in one ear and out the other for me. Or I, in fact. I want in one eye and out the other for me because you're reading it, aren't you? Um, yeah. Right. So there's that. Okay. And finally, just to sort of give a brief... Sorry. No, before... I'm just imagining, like, you... like It's like the standard, like, who's that then? Is he the bad guy? But you, playing the game, pointing at a guy you're currently fighting. Who's that? That's Garland. It's... The, um, you're in a fight with him so you have to be the last thing is I just want to sort of address the issue of what games we will and won't be touching on or I mean these are all years and years down the line mm. do not get excited for us covering 11. Kingdom Hearts or anything that's not a main series Final Fantasy well, we not, are planning on doing soon. anytime soon I mean yeah. How many mainline Final Fantasy games are there until they started? There are fifteen. Off? There are fifteen main ones. But I mean, where do they get to six, seven? I eight will discuss. I this is what I'm going through. It all went wrong. We have. We will be doing one, uh, two. I do intend to cover Soul of Rebirth, which is a slight appendix to two. Oh. It was a little short game included. If you've got the Game Boy Advance versions, oh. Mark, then you do have it. Hey, check me out. Um, we will be covering three, four. We will be doing the After Years. Good. Uh, and potentially the interlude as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a copy of the interlude. I'm perfectly willing to lend it out. It's very short. Um, five and six. Seven, we will be covering Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus. 
We will be discussing Advent Children. Say, obviously, what's we can't. Advent Children. Advent Children is the movie. It's a film, right? Okay. We cannot yeah. obviously cover it live on stream because of we could do a riff track. legal issues or <laughs> yeah. anything like that, like a mystery science theatre or something. Absolutely. But we will be covering seven. To kill me um, I am holding off on anything to do with the remake until that is more concrete in the future. Oh, of course. Well, we will be doing will be eight, nine, uh, ten, ten two. Uh, currently there are no plans to cover 11 because by the time we get to it 11 will probably have been discontinued this is an online one you need this is the MMO to, yep. to be able to yeah. do okay. we will be doing 12 we'll be doing those. we will be doing Revenant Wings yeah if we can grab get hold of it that's uh-huh. the other one we will be doing the entire 13 trilogy which uh, really 13, like... 13 2 and Lightning that's Returns Lightning isn't it yes yes okay. The one um, from. When it comes to 14, a lot of us do play Final Fantasy 14. We are planning to cover Final Fantasy 14. It is not going to be our main game spin-off. for a very long period of time. It'll be a um, it will be a sort of side thing. So we will cover other games in the meantime while 14 sort of yeah. goes on in the background. Yeah. Because if we were to just cover 14, we'd be doing it for years and we'd never stop. We that will be doing 15, and hopefully right, the DLCs, episodes Gladiolus, Prompto, and Ignis, when Ignis, Ignis isn't out yet, but it will obviously be by the time we get hmm. there. Um, that's all the games that are out as I'm speaking to you at the moment. In terms of sort of spin-offs and side quests, I want to cover Thanks. Mystic Quest if we can, but that is very hard to get copies of. Yeah, that's the snazz um, one, yeah. yeah. I want to do Tactics... Not necessarily Advance or A2, but definitely the original Tactics. That's very important. War of the Lions. War of the Lions is the main PSP. Are we going to look to slot these ones in release order? For the main ones, like Mm. Mystic Quest and Tactics, I would like to slot them in where we can. So for Tactics, I would like to do Tactics between 7 and 8, because that's when it came out. Additionally, we will be covering Dissidia. At the moment... The plan for the version to cover is going to be Duo Dekim, the PSP one. It is getting there is obviously NT which is coming out, but that has no storyline. It is a complete reboot. There is no story mode, and I think Dissidia's storyline actually ties in very well to the original games and actually provides a lot more character development and growth. We will be covering Type Zero mm-hmm. because that is okay. basically a numbered Final Fantasy. It was. It's part, part of the Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy, mm-hmm. technically. Is that right? Is it Anne's in that? He's in the top deck. That's Ace and Deuce and Trey. He's in nine. Zidane's nine. is nine. Yeah, little fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, additionally, and finally at the moment, we will be covering World of Final Fantasy. I also. uh, Are we going to be watching Spirits Within? We will (laughs) possibly, as a bonus episode, Mm -hmm. be watching Spirits Within. um, Possibly even Final Fantasy Unlimited if we can get hold of it. But we, we will demand money for that. There'll be a Kickstarter. That will be um, make us watch Final Fantasy Unlimited. Didn't they make a film of the new fifteen? Uh, Kingsglaive, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. We will we will watch Kingsglaive and possibly Brotherhood. even Brotherhood. Yep. yep. Well, I haven't, yeah, we like you haven't even watched Brotherhood yet. I haven't watched Brotherhood. No. Have you? Yeah. Oh, you have you seen Kingsglaive? I've seen oh, Kingsglaive. Yeah, oh, King's yes. When when fifteen uh, was coming out, Southampton uh, View Cinema had a thing where you could go there at like and it was eight o'clock in the evening, and they would show you. Like live the IGN coverage of it, and then they oh. showed Kingsglaive for the first time. So I, I got to see that before it came out. So so good. Yes, it is. It's a really good film, I and re- it's full of references to the previous Final Fantasies, mm-hmm. which is like Mark could watch Kingsglaive now and probably love it, and it would be because it's a really good film as a standalone. But then when you watch it and you realize how much the judges are a reference, 
the fact that diamond weapons in it, that Ultros is in it. I was about to say, diamond weapon and Ultros are in there as well, and they are and very obviously the shown. Uh, and like how all the knights of the old the old guard are, the old wall even sorry, oh, are knights of the round. Knights of the round. So I was just worried that Van was going to hit the scooter. <laughs> they were making a real yeah. Hash Mark scooter, out. which is called Bahamut. He's some sort of dragon, I believe. I yes, don't know. he's on a card. He he's my favourite. He's my bay. In which case, you will learn a you will love a lot of Final Fantasies because he's in all of them except two. And you'll Ooh. definitely like World of Final Fantasy because he's characterised properly in that. Yeah, this is uh, a fan project by a bunch of us who literally were just getting together to have a bit of fun. If you know we develop a bit of a fan base, you know that'd be awesome. If you had anything you needed to say, you know, please, please Drop give us all your feed- feedback. Feedback, mm. you know. We're just people sitting in a room talking at the moment. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get better at this over time. So please, just... I, it feels like we've relaxed into it in the hour. Yeah. That we've been... You've been listening to Andy, Richard, Artie, and I'm Mark, and uh, I haven't written. And John. And... <laughs> we need a pithy thing to end with. We've got the falling through fantasy crystals to chronic. What the f- it was actually <laughs> crystals falling to cards. Through... That's it. I'll drop. Um, but uh, what, what sort of the, the, oh hang on but, um, before we, did, we finish we've got to do the old um, you can find us on Facebook at the Crystal Chroniclers and on Twitter at the Sea Chroniclers I've been Mark to my left has been Andy Richard Artie and uh, if you've been and John and if you've enjoyed it please subscribe we're on iTunes we'll be available on other places as well once we've actually worked out how to do that uh, and we already found it though if you listen to this and until next time see you later yeah. Bye. Bye. We need to work out a closing line. We need ending. a closing line. We need something really whiffy yeah. to close out, but. saying man i wish that alex guy would talk more don't don't <laughs> let me talk you'll be amazed inane. he's he's not a loud person but your voice has this there's some sort of quality which it, is it res- carries it carries and it's yeah. perfectly and you've got it's quite used- a small frame but it's like an echo chamber in there yeah um i keep reaching for the gain switch i'm like jesus what's he doing <laughs> i think my bones are hollow so that um helps amplify